On this week's episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast, we welcome to the show super NFL agent Lee Steinberg, the inspiration for Jerry Maguire. Welcome back to the Compete Everyday Podcast, competitors. My name's Jake Thompson. I'm the founder here at Compete Everyday and your host for the Compete Podcast. Today's a special one for me. If you could have asked me 15, 20 years ago, who was one person that I wanted to be when I grew up? Who was someone that I looked at and said, I want to be them when I'm an adult, when I'm growing up? I would have pointed at today's guest, Lee Steinberg. In fact, he was someone that inspired me when I was still in middle school and high school to start pursuing the goal of being a sports agent. I started becoming obsessed with it, uh, went to college specifically to get certified by the NFL, worked with a great group out of Austin, Texas, a great guy named Drew Pittman, um, had the chance to intern at his agency, spent a few years under another agent before ultimately leaving that industry altogether. I'm fascinated by guys like Drew, guys by Lee that have done this for years and years because it's a very competitive industry, but a very cutthroat one. Lee has a very special story. Not only was he the inspiration for Tom Cruise's character in Jerry Maguire that so many of you have seen, but he's represented, he is the face of sports agents. When you, when you talk about super agent, Lee's name is the first one on the, on the docket because he's represented over 300 professional athletes in a number of different sports. But what makes Lee special is not only the fact that he's been to the top, but it's the fact that he's fallen from there and had to start back over. During the early 2000s, Lee battled alcoholism. It consumed him. It, it sent him down a very dark path that he ended up losing his clients, ultimately having to start all the way over again. Imagine being the pinnacle, the face of your entire industry. You are the best of the best. They're making movies after you. They're creating characters and influences after you. And then you lose all of it. A lot of people lack the, the fortitude, the resilience to climb back up that mountain because they know how hard it was to get there the first time, but not Lee. Lee has successfully climbed back to the top of his industry, the top of his game. He represents current reigning Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes, and he has multiple first round draft picks in this year's 2020 NFL draft. Lee and I's conversation get into a little bit of his work as an agent, but really I was more interested in learning about his mindset, how did he go about his battle back to sobriety? In fact, last week, March 21st, uh, we recorded this on March 27th, but on March 21st, he celebrated 10 years sober. And so we talked about what was his day-to-day -day approach with that? How important was accountability and the relationships in his life? We talked about the importance of integrity as a leader, as a business person, uh, just a person in general. To do anything of merit, anything of value, how important is our integrity and how important is teaching integrity and pouring into others? And last, I talked to him about climbing that mountain again. What was it like of having to start over? How did he know that he could get back to this point or what hope did he have going from rock bottom to being able to climb step by step, day by day, back into the position he's at now? So we dive into that. So if you've ever been in that position where you felt like you're in rock bottom, Maybe you're having to change jobs, change industries altogether, and you just don't know if you can put in the type of work. Lee's got some advice for you. If you've ever had to battle your inner demons, maybe you're battling them now. 
Maybe it's not as, as dire a situation as Lee has. Maybe not yet. But learn what he did to climb back out of that hole, to rebuild his life, rebuild his career so he could invest in other people. He could help pay it forward, make a difference. And last, I'm going to have you be inspired by the fact it's not just about the big contracts. It's not just about the fame and fortune of being an agent. For Lee, it's about the difference he can make off the field. And so you're going to hear about some of the things he's doing with his players to make sure they're paying it forward. They're making a difference in others that are less fortunate. As always, to get connected with the show, email me at podcast at competeeveryday.com. You can find it this episode and every single episode on the Compete Every Day podcast, our youth sports podcast for parents called Raising Competitors, and even some short snippet episodes of the Cultivate a Winning Mindset Leadership podcast, all available at podcast.competeeveryday.com and on iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Now, without further ado, I'm just genuinely excited to welcome somebody that I've looked up to for so long, someone who I once wanted to be, and hear him introduce himself, his story, and how he fought his way back from the bottom so that you can take away the lessons and do the same thing in your life. Let's welcome Lee Steinberg. Lee, welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. Thanks for coming on today. How are you? I'm great. My pleasure to be with you. I, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I've been a fan of your career for quite a long time, and this is a, a fun conversation for me uh, because you have a very unique story, and I know it's been told uh, from numerous angles, but the story of, of having to start over, the story of, of overcoming um, addictions is one that most people can relate to in some form or another, perhaps not to some of the same degrees, uh, but the lessons that you've shared and, and given away in that process, the things you've learned and applied, I think are helpful for everyone. Uh, so before we kind of dive in, for those not quite familiar with who you are, tell us what you do today, who you represent, and especially this time of year, we've got a draft in about a month, uh, who you're representing this year? Well, over time, uh, I started back in 1975. I've represented 62 first-round draft picks in the NFL, including the very first pick in the NFL draft in eight separate years. Uh, we have 11 players that are in the Hall of Fame. Uh, had a big basketball practice, a baseball practice, boxers like Oscar De La Hoya. But they were players like Steve Young and Warren Moon and Troy Aikman and uh, Bruce Smith and Thurman Thomas. And, um, and today we uh, have uh, the young man who just was MVP of the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes, a very talented running back with Green Bay, Aaron Jones, a gifted linebacker with Tennessee, uh, Jam Brown, uh, a number of different players. And we have a new draft class uh, that's headed up by Tua Tongo Vailoa from Alabama, the quarterback, and Jerry Judy, the wide receiver from Alabama also, and George Ismail, who's a very talented center from San Diego State and Patrick Taylor running back from Memphis, and Harrison Hand, a safety from Temple, 
and uh, it, it's a great crop. It, it very much is. Uh, and your life, your career, as you mentioned, has been the inspiration for a number of Hollywood projects for, for different stories that uh, fans are very familiar with um, in terms of Jerry Maguire and, and obviously your involvement with a number of other sports movies. One of the things I've always found interesting about your career and one of the reasons I believe you've had so much success is, is the things that you talk about in your book, Winning with Integrity. Because for a lot of people on the outside of the agency business, they believe everyone's crooked. It's kind of like the idea with uh, all lawyers are out to, to screw you over. One of the things that you've done is, is hold that integrity in terms of how you do business, despite outside obstacles that you dealt with. Has that been something that, you know, tell me if you can a little bit about where you learned leadership and integrity and, and why it's been so crucial to you as an individual in building your business and career. I really learned it around the dinner table. I had a father who stressed two very basic values outside of spiritual ones. One was to treasure relationships, especially family. And the second was to have a responsibility to make a positive impact in the world and to help people who couldn't help themselves. So I've always seen this practice as a way to stimulate the best values in young men and help them retrace their roots to the high school community, collegiate community, at the high school level, set up a scholarship fund or work with the Boys and Girls Club or a church. At the collegiate level, players like Troy Aikman have been or have endowed full scholarships at UCLA, Edward James at the University of Miami. And then at the professional level, a charitable foundation with the leading business figures, political figures, and community leaders that will tackle some ill that the athlete wants to leave a legacy for. So work done, just put the 175th single mother and her family in the first home they'll ever own. Um, Patrick Mahomes has 15 and the Mahomes that's raised a great deal of money for children's charities. And athletes can also message. So they can permeate the perceptual screen that young people put up against authority figures and have a meaningful impact. So when the heavyweight boxer Lennox Lewis cut a public service announcement that said, real men don't hit women, it could do more to trigger positive attitudes towards uh, women and, and understanding not to put your hands on them in young rebellious adolescents than a thousand authority figures ever could. So um, the question is, what can we do? How can we use sports to make a meaningful difference in the world? And today, coronavirus. So what you see is that the NFL just donated a large amount of money to coronavirus victims and you have players across the country that are buying school lunches for kids. Um, and you have players that are teaming up with the attorney generals to be spokespeople for safe practices, but also to give some hope in this difficult time and to try to inspire people to use this time uh, constructively, not to just see it as a prison sentence. Well, and, and absolutely use that time wisely. And, and I would imagine one of the things that you probably enjoy about your career with all of the athletes and individuals you've had to work with 
is the opportunity, a lot of times being an older figure in their life uh, for these young guys coming out of college and the opportunity to pay that message forward of integrity. I imagine you're very selective with the type of individuals you recruit and work with uh, that fit certain um, characteristics of the people you want to be aligned with, but also the opportunity to kind of mentor them in that integrity role. Is that very much part of your business and, and world as well as just the contracts? Absolutely. One of the things that has kept me doing this for 46 years is the opportunity each year to have a new young group they were raised extremely well by their parents. So um, I inherit a, a group of young men that already had good values, that already had uh, a solid foundation, but to try to add to that and build on that. And, um, and there's a mentoring factor to it, an education factor to it. And to watch someone mature and flourish over years and come into their own, and then to help them in second career so that the time after sports is just as good. Uh, sports agentry is a very competitive field, so it's necessary in those first interviews. Generally, I'm meeting, and my younger partner, Chris Cabot, is meeting with a family, and they're the first screeners before we would ever meet with the players. So you get a strong sense for whether or not they share those same values. Money is important to everyone, but at the end of the day, um, uh, it's the other values that, that are going to take someone through a fulfilling and happy life. Well, and, and you hit the, the nail on the head with that comment that I imagine a lot of our listeners aren't used to and that the job doesn't really end. The relationship doesn't end when the playing days are done because the work that you do while they're playing is helping set them up long term and wanting to sustain those relationships. One of the things I want to ask you about is, one, first off, congratulations. I believe uh, this past week was, was 10 years sobriety for you on March 21st. Is that right? Yes, thank you. And, and that that alone is an incredible story and piece to your journey because I know you had some battles uh, 20 years ago or so with, with alcoholism and, and how it really impacted your work and life, but you brought yourself back from that. And one of the things I'm curious for anyone listening that's battling addictions, that, that's struggling in those areas how did you go about the process of, of getting to the point saying I have to have help and, and being willing to have help? And then what was your mindset every day of building that sobriety streak? So the first thing that's necessary is to break denial. Alcoholism or any addiction is something that tells you you don't really have a disease. So you have to confront the fact that there's a problem and you have to address it. And then there are groups out there that will help everyone. So if you're someone out there who's struggling, you're depressed, you're hopeless, there's hope. And there are 12-step programs with unique fellowships. There are plenty of people that will assist you in the, in the process. But for me, it was a sense of proportionality. I wasn't a starving uh, peasant in Darfur. I didn't have the last name Steinberg in Nazi Germany in the 30s. Uh, I didn't have cancer. Uh, I had three wonderful kids. I had no excuse to uh, react to some personal problems. It was never work problems uh, by 
self-destructing and, and self-indulgence. So what will save you every time is resilience. It's the ability in that barn full of defecation to know somehow there's a pony in there. It's the ability to see beyond your current circumstances to know that there's a, a brighter hope uh, in the future and just to believe that in the face of wreckage and the rest of it. And then uh, uh, again, I did a 12-step program and, and um, it, it, uh, it gets easier after you've done it for a while. It's not an everyday uh, uh, battle, but um, it, um, it, the real triumph for me over these last 10 years has been maintaining sobriety and being a good father. Uh, and the business part of it, I was fairly confident that um, I could master again. I, I love the fact that you led with being a good father uh, before you talked to business, which obviously speaks incredibly highly to, to your character as a leader in the sports industry and just in general. The other thing I wanted to ask about that is after going through that journey, you didn't quite have to reinvent yourself, but almost like a, a phoenix, you kind of had to start over. And that's sometimes hard for us mentally when we've been at the top of our game to have to start over. What pushed you to say, you know what, I'm getting back in this and I'm going back up to the top. And then how have you been able to maintain your confidence and momentum, especially that first year to getting back going again? So I knew there was uh, a whole generation in the five or six years that I was not representing athletes a new generation had occurred and I needed to reconnect with them. So I went and spoke, I've now spoken on 85 college campuses. So I went and spoke on a series of campuses. I wrote the book, The Agent and went out on a book tour. So I laid the groundwork for a return. And I knew that those core values, um, that a sense of self-respect, living in a family where people nurture each other and being part of a community where people care for each other would always be current and would always stand the test of time and that we could find players uh, who were doing it. And the economics may have changed, but character hasn't changed and we'd be able to find uh, them. Then I had the good fortune to, to be joined by a young superstar named Chris Cabot who um, has all the intelligence, all the uh, work ethic, uh, great heart. Um, and my son, Matt Steinberg, uh, now we're joined by Julia Farron, who's a really gifted person in, in media. So I haven't done this alone. I've done this with uh, a number of uh, people that have been sensational, just like I didn't do sobriety alone. Uh, but I was fairly confident that uh, that having represented over 100 quarterbacks, it somehow I'd uh, be able to uh, relate somehow. But to be honest with yourself, you have to lay out what the what the different uh, barriers will be and the hurdles, and to address them centrally, and to be honest uh, with people about what you've been through and and where you are now. So it's transparency also. I love that. The, the self-awareness piece, the transparency in any relationship and the point of 
relationships. I would imagine your team and those relationships, having authenticity, having trust, is one of the reasons y'all have grown so quickly, done so well in such a negative cutthroat industry, perhaps. Because uh, I would imagine it's pretty hard to maintain optimism uh, with a lot of snakes everywhere in the grass, for lack of a better word. Would you say your team is the thing that keeps everyone on the right page and optimistic, or, or is it something else? Um, I think it's a fundamental philosophy, um, which is that we're trying to make a positive difference both in the lives of young athletes and together make a fundamental difference in the world that we can attack, whether it's bullying, or racism, or sex trafficking, or domestic violence, or the environment, we can take root issues. Uh, and we're also hopefully making a positive effect in the lives of many young athletes. So both one-on-one -on -one with the work with athletes, um, seeing them holistically, understanding, getting into their heart and mind and understanding their deepest anxieties and fears and their greatest hopes and dreams so that we're truly speaking to what their core outlook is, not just guessing what or generically doing it. It's, it's, uh, and, and then it's a sense of appreciation. I appreciate every day the fact that um, I have a whole younger group of very talented people that um, are superstars in their own right. I love that. I love that. Teamwork, authenticity, trust, relationships, the, the keys to success in business and in any business. Lee, this has been fantastic. I appreciate you having some time for us today. I know it's a busy season with the draft coming up. We've linked to your books in our show notes, but I'm curious, where can people learn more about yourself and your company online? Where's the best place for them to find out more? So we have SteinbergSports.com, which is our company website. Um, I'm now, uh, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn. I have a new series I'm doing on LinkedIn. Uh, we, we offer uh, sports academies, um, a agent academy for people who especially want to be in the agent business, and a sports career conference for people that just have an interest as a way of educating the next generation. You can find all that on our website. And uh, I even put, have put together a book club as a, a group on Facebook to try to help people who are stuck at home. Um, so in all, we offer a lot of education, we offer a, a lot of knowledge, so uh, people should uh, just go ahead and look at LinkedIn or Facebook or our, our company website. Absolutely, and, and we'll be linking to your book club and, and the links on LinkedIn as well. I laugh, your, your programs, what I wouldn't have given to have, it, have those about 15, 17 years ago when I was finishing grad school. Uh, Lee, this has been a blast. Thank you for having some time today. My pleasure. Uh, take it easy. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with me or the show, email us at podcast at competeeveryday.com. 
To join our free Facebook community and get connected with other ambitious leaders working to win their work, their workouts, and their life, be sure to visit us at facebook.com slash groups slash compete every day. Until the next episode, keep competing every single day because your life is worth it.